back to the Calorie Deficit University podcast. We are so excited for this episode about uh, tracking calories. Um, It is a little bit of a technical episode, um, so just bear with me, but it's really important that um, when you're tracking calories that you understand um, all the differences uh, between the different scientific and technical terms. Um, That way it can really help you understand your body and why it's so important to track calories. Um, Like we talked about in the previous episode, we talked about the good, the great, the ugly behind uh, tracking calories, how um, society has kind of villainized it into, uh, or sorry, vilified it into um, being something toxic when in reality it's a great tool to help you understand uh, your body, uh, whether you're trying to gain muscle, stay the same, um, or lose fat or weight. Um, So let's go ahead and jump right in of how to track calories. How do I track calories, right? So I've talked about how it's really important to track calories, um, but how how do I do that? And I find that most clients struggle the most with tracking calories. Um, And there are lots of scientific studies where they ask um, the participants to track calories. And um, I think it said... 97% of the participants tracked around 42% uh, like fewer calories than they were consuming. So almost 50% of the calories that they ate throughout the day, they weren't tracking because they weren't aware that they were eating that amount or um, they didn't know how to track those calories. Um, This occurs in things I find with clients in smoothies, um, sauces, especially if you're cooking from home, oils, seasonings, um, the labels can be misleading. The FDA requirements on the labels um, are not helpful when trying to count calories. Um, Something may say it's around zero calories for a tablespoon of seasoning when it's really about five calories, but they're allowed to round down because it's under 10 calories and that sort of thing. So you really have to um, pay attention to what you're eating and your labels to really understand um, the amount of calories that you're eating. So we're going to talk about two different things to start out. Um, I've talked about BMR in the past, um, which is your basal metabolic rate, but we're going to go back through that. And then I'm going to talk about the difference between the TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure. And these are two very, very different things, um, but they're very important to understand before we jump into how to track calories. Okay. So your BMR is your basal metabolic rate. And if you haven't listened to episodes in the past, that's not a problem. I'll bring you up to speed. So basically your basal metabolic rate is the energy uh, expended at rest, which is rest is a neutrally temperate environment. So that's literally laying down Um, not doing anything, not activating your digestive system with water or anything like that. Um, They say it's reached after a complete fast of 12 hours. So not even after a full night's sleep, you need to continue on into a 12 hour fasted period to be able to get to your BMR um, in order to study that in a lab with tests. Um, So great example that lots of different coaches use is... um, it, that amount of calories is how much gas an idle car needs while parked. 
Um, so while your car is parked, the calorie amount for a human would be how much gas um, is needed just to have the car just be on um, running, maintaining the car. So for us, it's basically the baseline of what, how many calories does it take for our brain to function, our organs to, you know, go through their regulatory systems, our skin, um, our muscles, that sort of thing. Um, and a really interesting fact is that 70% of your calorie intake for the day is just upkeep. So it's just to maintain your body in a homeostasis um, so that I find that very, very interesting. Usually it's about 10% uh, thermogenesis effect of food, and then the rest is your daily activity um, for your daily intake of calories. So the BMR is important, but it's not something that we want to base our daily caloric intake on um, unless you're wanting to maintain um, and not gain weight or lose weight, right? So if you want to just stay where you are, um, I take your basal metabolic rate and add a little bit extra calories for if you are walking around um, or if you're sedentary, that type of light activity sort of thing to keep in mind. Um, the BMR is harder to calculate. Again, like I said, you would need scientific tests to get a very accurate rating, but you can go online, uh, type in your information, and that caloric uh number is usually fa is fairly accurate. They've done a lot of scientific testing. Um, it's usually fairly accurate. It just doesn't take into um, account your body fat percentage unless you know that percentage and you've done that testing before. So the TDEE is your total daily energy expenditure. So what this includes is the BMR, what we just talked about, your basal metabol metabolic rate, your physical activity, and your thermal uh, sorry, thermic effect of food, like I talked about earlier. So this is, this is including everything. So it's including the BMR and what you're doing extra. So when you get out of bed, you go to the bathroom, you shower, you walk your dog, you go to the grocery store, you go to work, those sorts of things. Um, to, if you work out, it's taking that into account. And then it's also taking into the thermal effect of food, um, which I've talked about in previous episodes. So if you're eating more protein, that takes more energy and it takes your body, um, more calories to heat up in order to break down that food for more energy. Um, so that's why we want to have a high protein diet. So many benefits to having a high protein diet, sustaining muscle, building muscle, um, feeling fuller for longer. It's great brain food, lots of things. So for example, um, my TDEE, I'm um, five, seven just about. Um, right now I weigh 160 pounds. My body fat percentage is around 18-ish, 20-ish percent. Um, today it varies uh, here and there. My basal, or sorry, my TDEE uh, is about 2,500 calories a day. So I need to be eating 2,500 calories a day um, to maintain my workout schedule, to maintain my physical activity, to maintain my thermal effect of food, um, just to be not gaining weight and not losing weight. Um, so what would that mean for me if I want to lose some fat? That means I need to eat less than that amount. Um, and to me, when I see 2,500 calories for me, I think that that is a lot. Um, and I think that's a, an overshot. Um, 
but I am very active. So, um, and two, what I would say is like my Apple watch says that I burn less than that daily. So I, I don't know how accurate that calorie percentage is. Again, it's very hard to get these numbers without testing. Um, and so a good rule of thumb, like I've talked about in the past, is taking your goal weight and multiplying that by 12 with the caveat being you evaluate your goal weight and make sure that it's right for you with all the different um, aspects of that being your sex, height, age, body fat percentage, uh, current weight, those sorts of things. So for me right now, if I want to lose weight, I'm probably eating in the 2000 calorie range and that's where I feel the best. Um, with my activity level, I'm working out five days to six days a week, um, two workouts a day. That being one, I'm walking my dogs. The other is strength training. Um, so things that can be changed, like a affected the TDEE, um, are your daily changes. So please keep in mind your, your food, your activity and your sleep and, and these variables that change all the time. Your TDEE is not going to be the same every single day. Your, your total daily energy expenditure is not the same every day. Some days are going to be more sedentary. Some days are going to be more active. Um, some days you're going to eat less protein. Some days you're going to eat more protein. Um, so your thermic effect of food is constantly changing. Your physical activity is constantly changing. You aren't taking the same exact amount of steps every single day with the same stride. Um, so that's why you have to go with estimates and you have to be able to accept that it's going to be an estimate and you're going to learn yourself, learn your body, learn your uh, routine and be able to get a good caloric intake for yourself. So now how do we track? Um, apps are great. So you've got like MyFitnessPal. You can use a traditional journal. Uh, you can measure your food on a scale and get the app associated with the scale. Um, you can measure your food straight out. Um, I like the app called MyPlate because I can save all of the different um, foods that I regularly use, as well as I can set the caloric intake goal myself. My fitness pal sets the calorie goal for you, and then it subtracts your activity level um, over the day, which I don't like because that makes you think that you have more calories to eat than you actually do because we don't eat back the calories that we burn in a workout because that creates a toxic relationship with working out. So yeah, using those different apps can be really helpful. I think the best thing to do that I recommend for my clients is to get a journal that's just a food journal and you go throughout the day and you start out tracking your food not trying to hit a calorie goal um, but start by tracking your food write down what you eat in the food journal and then weigh out what it is you're eating so if you're going to get Cheez-Its weigh out how many Cheez-Its you want that you're eating and then write down the calorie amount and then at the end of the day add up all the calories and see where you're at and you will be shocked to find that you're really overeating a lot um and then go back and say, wow, I ate a ton more fat than I did protein. I ate a ton more carbs than I did protein. No wonder I'm so hungry. And then go from there. Do that for about a week. Uh, start paying attention to your grazing habits, your food habits, those sorts of things. And then the next week, um, that's when you start being like, okay, I'm going to get protein in it every time I eat, every meal time, every snack time. I'm going to get in a big salad. And then 
track that and you'll realize, wow, I went down 500 calories. That's amazing. All right, well, that's my calorie deficit right there. And then maintain that for six weeks and you'll see lots of results. And then that, after that time, um, then you can really start tuning in uh, your caloric intake and saying, you know, I want to reach 1400 calories a day because I want to get shredded. I want to be 15% body fat or for a man, I want to be 10% body fat whatever you want to do, go from there. But just know the lower calories you train your body to eat, that is what you're going to have to eat for the rest of your life to maintain uh, the physique that you're at unless you go through calorie cycling where um, you eat a little bit less, lose that body fat, and then you bulk and just uh, gain muscle instead of fat, and then you can increase your calories to maintain that muscle and then you get leaner again and you kind of cycle back and forth. Um, that is a really sustainable, healthy way uh, to lose body fat over a longer period of time and then gain some muscle and then go back of losing a little bit of more body fat over a long period of time and then gain muscle again. Um, so yeah, tracking calories is not that complex and that's why this episode is super short um but i do want to touch on again you only have a toxic relationship or you know thoughts surrounding tracking calories if you let it um i i used to have not really a negative i would say like toxic uh, relationship with counting calories, but because other people told me counting calories was toxic, I believed that counting calories was toxic. But after I learned that it's just purely educational, and at the end of the day, food is food, and I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want, um, as long as I'm in a certain caloric range and still lose weight and still gain muscle that's freedom and that's control. And so just know that if you're weary of counting calories and you're weary of, you know, paying extra attention to your calories, know that it is a tool like a calculator. Um, and it is not meant to be negative, but it's meant to educate you and show you um, what you're eating so that you can set yourself up for success because you can eat a Big Mac every single day and still lose weight. You can eat whatever you want and still lose weight. It's just how can we sustainably set you up for success to where it is enjoyable and sustainable over the rest of your life. Maybe that's making some swaps where you're eating more protein, making some lower calorie swaps where you're not eating the full sugar ketchup, but you're eating the half the sugar ketchup. It's those little things that add up over time that create a very good, well-rounded form of success. So just look at calories as a way to track, to understand, to learn, and not not a reminder, not a, not a way to manipulate yourself of how can I eat less? How can I eat less? How can I eat less? No, you've gone through your BMR and your TDEE. You figured out exactly what your body needs and you're going to meet those things. And if you want to lose some fat, then you eat 200 calories less and stick with that for a little bit and see how that goes. And then you reevaluate, reevaluate from there. But tracking calories is not a way to manipulate yourself to eat less than what you tracked. 
right? It's just a way for you to understand, to educate yourself, and to move forward to achieve the goals that you've set. All right? So we're going to talk about a really fun episode next week. Um, maybe fun for you or not, but we're going to talk about supplements. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And I think that people have finally caught on that skinny fit teas and things like that, um, are not helpful, uh, in the world of fitness, weight loss, health and wellness. Um, but there are some sneaky little supplements that we need to talk about that even reputable brands sell, um, because they make money. Um, So we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly of supplements, um, what you need to be taking, um, and what you don't. That's what's going to be next week. I hope you enjoyed this short little episode. Uh, Last week's episode was super long, so yay. We will see you next week.